Have you ever found yourself in that situation where the usual benign conversation is happening? It's not about anything in particular, but somehow it turns and suddenly you find yourself in something where the stakes have suddenly ramped up, where emotions are higher and where opinions are suddenly differing. Somehow you've landed in this place where you're in the middle of a conversation that matters and they can sneak up on us. And when we find ourselves in that particular situation, often we're not well set up, we don't have the right skills, we don't have the right language to have a really masterful conversation that matters. So this is a podcast series all about conversations, but not any conversation, not pub conversations or footy conversations, but those conversations that are what some people call above the line where we make a difference to others, where it takes some effort, and where the outcome is better in some way than it was before, no matter how difficult that conversation is. These conversations can be with yourself, can be with your partner, your loved one, your kids, people you work with, kids you teach, people you lead. There are all sorts of examples where conversations that matter appear in our day-to-day world. Recently I visited Melbourne for some business development and while I was in Melbourne I received the distressing news from my mother that my father, who had been deteriorating for some time with late stage kidney disease, had taken a turn for the worse and it became evident that I should change my plans fairly quickly and get up and see both mum and dad. Now it's interesting in that my approach that wasn't it wasn't comfortable and it wasn't comfortable for a few reasons the emotions I had were around maybe having to say some things that were in my heart and my mind that I should say positive things but finding the circumstance and the situation where I could say those with meaning and I found myself in two situations with dad once after the doctor had visited and a second when he came to the airport first time he'd been out for a while he came to the airport to see me off with mum in a regional part of the central coast of New South Wales beautiful part of the world and what I found myself feeling was this resistance not to say stuff because emotions might appear there was effort required to say these things that needed to be said. Things about the influence Dad had had on me in my life, the opportunities he had created for me through quite some sacrifice over a number of years early in his married life. And these are not normal everyday things that you say. You just don't pop out and say these things. But fortunately, in many ways, the opportunities arose where I could say those things And sometimes when we have a conversation that matters, we have to create the opportunity. But for me, in this circumstance, the opportunities presented themselves. And then also, thankfully, I took the time to say some things that were emotionally loaded because in some ways they were about acknowledging potential possible goodbyes. Yet, And as uncomfortable as we are with people passing on and with death, 
we were still able to have in that circumstance, Dad and I, some good things said between us. I live in Singapore and when I left a few weeks ago, I was in that situation that many people face. That I'm not sure if that was the last time I'd see Dad. So hence, it was really important to have some of those conversations that matter. So what is then a conversation that matters? I've thought about this for a long time because for me, conversations that matter are really important. They tend to be unsaid. That's one characteristic of them. They're easier to ignore. They can be minor. They can be fleeting. They can be highly impactful and take some time. But they all take this this sense of energy or resistance to push through to be able to say what needs to be said. In the work that I'm doing, I'm exploring a lot around these conversations and they range from corrective conversations where you prefer not to say anything or it's easier just not to say something through to feedback conversations to much more positive situations where maybe you really want to say some to someone how you feel and that's not your natural thing to do it's it's hard for you to say what you naturally feel and quite clearly it's it's been historically more difficult for men to say these things than women. So I want to frame this whole piece for you around conversations that really matter with a model that I first read about from Michael Henderson, a corporate anthropologist from New Zealand, and also often spoken about by Matt Church, a significant thought leader that you should be hooking into from Sydney. And they talk about above the line and below the line. Now this model is both simple and elegant. It's simple because you sort of get it straight away. You intuitively know what it means. And elegant because you can get high value out of it. You can use the model immediately to change things for yourself for the better. And as Matt would explain, above the line is when you approach a situation, be it a conversation, from a position of care, concern, um, outward attention to the other person, even love. And below the line is the less than ideal, the less than noble situation where you are coming from fear. You're responding to the situation, allowing fear to drive your outcomes. And I'm going to use the model to describe any conversation that matters. And in situations where you're faced with an opportunity to say something that needs to be said, if it takes effort and you put that effort in and you lean into the situation where you need to say what needs to be said, then you're operating above the line. If you evade or dodge the opportunity, justify it, it's not the right time, they're not ready to hear it, then in many ways you're operating below the line. So the first example or the first characteristic of a conversation that matters is this sense of leaning in or effort or the need to push into a situation to start to have the conversation. There's that emotional pressure not to have it because of some sort of fear, concern or anxiety. Another dimension is to consider whether you're fixed in a cognitive state or an emotional state or whether you are flexible or in a growth mind state. 
and this is uh, both connected to the Carol Dweck work of growth versus fixed mindsets above the line below the line obviously but also there's this sense of your adaptability your flexibility your your way of changing your emotional response are you stuck in that emotional response are you stuck in a, a thinking pattern or a set of beliefs that are holding you back uh, again above and below the line and this is all as I keep saying in relation to your approach and your use of conversations of matter and a final one that I, I want to mention in this whole piece around conversations of matter above the line below the line is the sense of um, are you coming from a place of personally attacking the other person uh, judging the other person saying things such as to a child you're a bad boy or you're a naughty girl or are you above the line and being relatively objective and approaching and attacking the issue I don't like the behavior you're showing at the moment as an example when it comes to conversations with children so in summary you can see there are lots of ways to consider a conversation that matters but clearly what I'm saying is it takes effort it adds great value to the other person more than yourself arguably it is characterized by your approach of being flexible and growth oriented rather than fixed and it's in a place where you can talk objectively about things that you observe rather than personally judging and creating threat states in the other person so what I'm doing is building a scope for you so we can understand the landscape the conversational landscape what is it we're going to be talking about what is a conversation that matters and how do you master it so from here this whole podcast series will explore several elements of this from brain-based approaches to what happens in the brain when we're having a conversation that matters to language that better helps you have these conversations to processes like practicing and planning for conversations that matter that better allow you to engage and have success in these situations my aim here in this whole podcast series is to add value back to you give you a sense of the mystery of conversations that matter give you some ideas and models on which you can base better practice give you some language that better helps you understand and deliver these sorts of conversations that you have to lean into and to hear the stories of others and how they approach this sort of field be it difficult conversations crucial conversations tough conversations conversations that matter quality conversations they're all talking about the same thing lots with various similarities and common ground and with some interesting differences so listening to these stories and approaches will help you better understand how to master these conversations that matter in the flavor of Alison Green who's the author of askamanager.org I'd also invite you to submit conversational context situations that you're struggling with uh, use anchor as the main app here and there's a very easy way to add a voice response to this email using the anchor app but any way that you want that you'd like to have your situation discussed and explored either as a static FAQ type situation or if you'd like to be invited to come on to the show and to discuss live in a coaching mentoring type model uh, I'd be more than happy to have you join us in future shows so just to remind you you can add your question your comment your thoughts your situation by using 
the plus add a comment on the Anchor app, or you can send me a voice message through email. There are a number of ways you can do that. Email me at andrew at andrewmowat.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-M-O-W-A-T dot com. And I'd be more than happy to have a discussion with you, either in bringing you onto the show to have a coaching slash mentoring engagement with me, or just so that I could use your context to be able to illustrate a learning point and hopefully add specific value back to yourself. As you can hear, I'm walking and talking today in the sunny outdoors of Singapore. Uh, This is an early podcast and I'm sure it will improve over time. Uh, They always do. But uh, I apologise if there are any extraneous or um, distracting noises in the background. It's a beautiful part of the world and I sometimes find that when I'm trying to construct thoughts, uh, walking actually helps me a bit. So I hope you tolerate that. And from time to time, they will be walking, talking podcasts. So that's it for this first podcast. Thank you for sharing the time with me. It's Andrew Mowat here. Probably didn't introduce myself at the start, but here I am. I'm introducing myself now. It's Andrew Mowat, a coach, trainer, mentor in the space of Conversations of Matter. And I'm looking forward to you joining me again in a future podcast. I hope that your world is not too difficult in this current COVID-19 environment and that I'm sending you my thoughts and cares if you're in a situation that's difficult. May uh, we improve quickly and uh, start to reinvent a better world beyond this. Thank you. Take care. Oh, one quick addendum too. I should have mentioned to you, and you're probably wondering, Dad has improved, thankfully, um, marginally, but he's improved a bit and he seems to have stabilised. We changed some of his diet and he's now getting out and about a bit more, although that has certainly uh, stopped with the recent change to the way we live in this current coronavirus world. Fingers are crossed that things continue well for him.